Welcome to the C2C Podcast. I am your host, Derek Anderson. After holding my first event in 2010, I went on to create Startup Grind, a 400-chapter community based in over 100 countries. Along the way, I discovered the greatest marketing tool of all time, your customers. Yet, I couldn't find anyone sharing how to build a community where people could experience your brand in person or at scale. On this show, we talk with the brightest minds and companies on the planet about how to build customer-to-customer marketing strategies and create in-person experiences for your brand and customers before your competitor does. Today, we're going to talk to Justina Fenberg, who's a community manager at Digital Marketer, a company that provides tools and trainings for, you guessed it, digital marketers. Justina will share how she broke into community, how you can take negative experiences from the customers and turn them into positives, and why values are so important to building trust. Have a listen. Justina, you initially started off in customer experience as an editor, which isn't too far from community, but I'd love to know what prompted your move into the community world. So mine was actually a, a move of circumstance, really. And like you said, I'm, I'm really fortunate to have a background in like customer-facing roles. So I was a social media manager for a while. I was a blog editor, like you said. And um, I've also been on customer support and led support teams. And I hadn't actually really heard of like community management as like a business focus until Susie Nelson, who was digital marketers, former community strategist, kind of you know, we were chatting one day and, and she made me feel like, like you could take this on. This is something that you could do. And I was, I had no idea that it was like my skills kind of overlapped in that area. She's just been an incredible mentor to me and really helped build my confidence in this role, even since she left. So I I really think that having these people or having like community managers who are so willing to talk about this is a, you know, a sweet, like I've heard people refer to it as the wild west. And it really does feel like the wild west of like something kind of new and different um, in the business space. And you just have so many people that have such great ideas and, and are willing to share them. So, but, you know, she built my confidence up. And then honestly, I work with such great people. And because digital marketer is so learning focused, that's what we do. I have incredible coworkers who are excellent teachers also. So it seems like digital marketers really invested in the community. I mean, I've prior to us meeting, I've heard about it through a number of different sources over many, many years, and people talk about what a great community is. Why do you think Digital Marketer believes in customer-to-customer communities so much? So DM itself was actually launched out of our um, annual Traffic and Conversion Summit, which is a huge, it's, it's North America's largest marketing conference. And we actually just celebrated 10 years. So that was really cool this year. But as they were growing the TNC Summit, the attendees themselves kind of formed, like naturally evolved into this IRL community. And people were coming back year after year and they were reconnecting and they were strategizing and networking. And so when DM launched the core product, Digital Marketer Lab, which is our subscription service, our leadership team kind of realized that there was a need to also create a place online where subscribers could feel confident uh, or comfortable asking questions about marketing as it's evolving and changing and sharing, you know, the things that they're struggling with and all their successes. And they, you know, wanted to create a place that um, had a peer-to-peer accountability. And so Digital Marketer Engage was born as a, a Facebook community that 
purely focuses on creating conversations about strategy and what's working now in marketing. And I think the thing that's really different about this community is because it's linked to a product, it's a resource for our product. It's not just us like talking at people, you know, that's what our train, that's what our trainings are for, you know, like we're a training and resource platform, but the community space itself is for our members. It's where our members go to build connections with each other. And it's just, it's your marketing family. It's, you know, it's just a, it's a place to strategize and to make friends and to get help when you kind of feel like there's so much going on and it could be like something tech related, or it could be like, I don't understand why my Facebook ad isn't converting, or I've never ventured into the Pinterest space. Can somebody tell me about that? Or people can get questions about different platforms, you know, and really it's such a great, I think DM really appreciates that about our community because it's also a space for them to tell us what's important in the space. So we get a lot of ideas for content and we get a lot of ideas for what to focus on as a company from our customers. It's a constant feedback loop. And that's what we're we're so proud of with that relationship that we've built with them. What are some of the core metrics that the community team gets measured against it? I'm not a math person. It's I'm still learning. I'm still learning this space. Analytics is not my strong suit, but I recognize that like, you know, this is a company that you you do have to be able to provide some information. So, so this is actually coming at a funny time cuz I'm I'm in the process of figuring that out still, but right now I'm actually I'm going through kind of a a process where I'm verifying everyone's subscription statuses, so I'm making sure that our our actual number of people in the group is relevant to the number of subscribers we have. And, you know, a lot of people will say like, you know, the number of people in your group is kind of a vanity metric. It is true for us. It's actually more, it's good to know how many people are in the group compared to our subscription numbers so that we know how many people are taking, are using our Facebook group versus subscribing and maybe don't know that it's a feature that they have access to. So we want to really make sure that that's as close as possible. But I think active members is such a more accurate statistic to look at because you really want to make sure that people are coming back to the group day after day, month after month, or week after week, and not only posting, but actually commenting on people's posts and just, you know, participating in in group learning, group discussion. But I also like to keep a number or keep an eye on the number of posts in the group, so comments and reactions. But I try not to like freak out if there's a dip because we found kind of over the last couple years that, you know, this niche has definite ebbs and flows. For example, summertime has kind of lower activity because people spend more time with their families than on their business versus the holidays, which are huge because, you know, everybody wants to, you know, take advantage of it being the holidays and wanting to like get final sales through and stuff. So you have those natural kind of ebbs and flows. And so I don't put a huge amount of stock into, oh my God, we have, you know, a couple less posts than we did this time last month, what's going on. And then like over post and freak out. It's kind of just really trusting yourself and learning to step back and just evaluate what's going on in the community. And as long as everybody feels a sense of that they're getting their answer, their questions answered to me, that's why that's my purpose is like making sure that people get their questions answered. It's making that member to member connections and just kind of creating that, that sense of unity and, or and ensuring that that is ever constant, even as, you know, the number of posts might decline or, or go up and down. It's, it's just, it's an ever evolving kind of thing. One of the company's values, loving, protecting and respecting the customers. 
Mm-hmm. And I, it's very thoughtful. I love that focus. How do you think those values have helped shape the community or how, how does that value make an impact in the, in the day-to-day work that you and the community team are doing? So loving, protecting, and respecting uh, our customers is actually our first core value. We have nine total and we live those every day as a company and then also as employees. So, and it's actually kind of what attracted me the most in the interview process to this company was just that idea that kind of, it's, it's just that golden rule kind of thing. You know, you treat others the way you want to be treated. And, you know, there's always kind of been this the stigma about like, you know, the shady marketer always trying to make a buck. But we believe that when you serve people well, it has a trickle down effect. So I think our members see that we really care about training them well. And we really care that they make an impact in their markets and that we have their back. And that's, you know, if it's not a good fit for whatever reason, if our products don't work for them, we understand that we're not going to force them to make a commitment to our program. And in turn, I think they apply that to their businesses and it kind of just makes marketing just more of a human to human experience. And that's kind of what digital marketer focuses on is, you know, there's business to business and B2B and B2C, but we consider everything just human to human, H to H. So just really trying to bring that back in and and just kind of improve the world, improve our space, you know, as the best we can. (laughs) Absolutely. How do do you see... Customer to customer or human to human and, you know, community industry in general, how do you see it evolving over the next few years? I know you're kind of new new to the industry, but mm-hmm. what things are getting your company excited and, and what are you getting excited about, you know, working on or seeing over the next, you know, the rest of this year or into next year? Transparency to me. So that was the one of the things that I think also when I when I started here was was seeing like, wow, our team is so transparent. Like they really do. They, they, we tell it like it is, and there's kind of no beating around the bush. We look at numbers, we talk about things, but yeah, that, that transparency, I think is kind of getting more and more like expected with customers. So I think that companies who, who really value those connections with their communities and with their customers will see that being honest with them will actually keep people around in the longer, like in the long run. And when you build that trustworthy relationship, it's more meaningful than, you know, trying to hide your failures and pretending like you have it all figured out and you're perfect. As a company, also one of our core values is celebrate the win. So we definitely celebrate our wins, but we're also not afraid to admit our failures because another one is, you know, document and show your learning every day. So we're first and foremost, we're a learning company. We try new things, we test them, we make sure it works. And then we build processes around, around those ideas and share them with other business owners. I think that kind of transparency, we're not, we're not information hoarders. We want to give people the opportunity to, to really, you know, let their businesses shine. Our, our mission is to double the size of 10,000 businesses. And so that's what we're trying to do every day. And we found that by applying transparency to our, you know, and what we're doing here, it really kind of helps push that forward a little bit. And then one, one example is last year, um, one of our members had kind of brought up in the group that he had found that over time, our email segmentation was off. And he noticed he was getting more emails about products that he'd already purchased or products that weren't really applicable to him. And so he took to the community to voice his concern. 
And there were plenty of people that were chiming in and saying like, oh yeah, I noticed that too. That's so out of character for DM. You know, they teach, you know, we teach all about that kind of stuff. That's one of our first products was, you know, is on email marketing. And so we let the thread stay open to kind of accumulate and kind of get as much information as possible. But we let it stay open for a couple of hours. And then our president, Ryan Dice, who is incredibly active in the community and he's really in there and he answers people's questions and he's fun and people know him. He came in uh, on the post and the first thing he did was apologize for the issue because it, it is it was a problem and we didn't know until somebody really brought that to our attention. But he apologized for it and he explained in in very clear detail, you know, why we found, we found that the segmentation was off and, you know, thank them for bringing it to our attention. But then he also, he also used it as an opportunity to let people know that we were going to improve our email marketing tactics in the future. And I think the community really rallied around that answer because it, it let them know that they were being heard by someone who cared, who, you know, who cared about what their experience was. And it was also, I think, really interesting for them to hear, like, we don't always get it right. We're also testers. We're testing this stuff, too, at the same time. So we're not perfect, but we're able to, we were able to take kind of a bad experience that our members were having and turn it into a teachable moment that was, that everybody can learn from, not just us, but it's like, you guys are doing email segmentation, too. This is something that maybe you want to take a look into also as your numbers get bigger. So it was just like a, a great learning experience all around. As we wrap up, I'd love to just hear uh, what are there any communities that you love or respect or th- or even just that you you watch or you think are doing a good job? <laughs> Definitely. And it's funny because I don't think I really recognize like how many communities I was a part of until I became a community manager. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a, a part of a lot of a lot of groups, you know, but one I, I have two. Can I tell you about two? Please. Okay, cool. So the first one is Together in Digital. And Together in Digital is a national national organization and the focus is to boost the careers of women in tech. And so our the founder, Elena Shear, has this vision for women and allies. It's called Together in Digital. We actually rebranded from Women in Digital, but we wanted to bring in awareness that we have allies in the community as well. But it's uh, bringing in awareness for more uh, of the need for more women, female representation in the tech industry. And as a community, we have an incredibly active Slack channel. It's nationwide, so you can connect with members from all over the country, but you can also connect with people in your local chapter. You can ask for advice on really any any issue that you're having. It doesn't necessarily have to be related to your career, but um, any kind of struggle, we give advice to each other. We'll help each other find jobs. But one of the great things about it is it's just, it's not just online, even though it's women in digital, like we meet once a month in our local chapters and we have speakers come or speaker panels come and talk about all sorts of things related to giving you career advice and all sorts of avenues. And it's a, it's a fantastic group. And it's just a safe space to go to that you can talk about the woes and all the things that you're facing and and just really have a strong group of women who have your back and really want to see you succeed. So I do, yeah, together in digital, they're great. And then the second one is the Austin Digital Jobs Facebook group. ADJ 
as it's known locally, is run by uh, uh, Lonnie Rosales, who's kind of a community manager hero of mine. I have a couple. (laughs) So I think the thing that I love about the ADJ community, even though like I'm not looking for a job per se, but I think it's still a fun community to be a part of because I think the voice that she's established in that group or the voice that kind of prevails, it, it almost feels like like a wolf pack almost. Like they have a really strong sense of self and a shared sense of, just a shared sense of community. And so even though people who might come there to find a job or hear about job opportunities, they actually stay because it's a group that really champions local talent. And it's a great place to make friends. And everyone is super funny and really smart. And it's, again, it's one of those places that really wants to make sure that, you know, you're hitting your career goals and you can come and ask questions about really about anything. So I really do love it there. It's great. <laughs> and they have meme meme streams on Mondays, which is awesome because it's like they don't they don't take everything so seriously, which is kind of a breath of fresh air also. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to this. If you'd like to see more about how to create your own event community, go to bevylabs.com slash pod. Again, that's B-E-V-Y-L-A-B-S dot com slash pod. <laughs>